Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning, boys and girls, citizens of all ages. Welcome into the Power Hour. It's a part of the morning show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening, what's going on for the day. Today is Wednesday, December 27th, 2023, the final Wednesday of 2023. Thanks so much for waking up here on the show. Thanks for listening. However you're doing that, if you're doing that on the radio, at 106.7, if you're streaming on the website at listentotheplanet.com, if you are streaming on our app, thank you. If you don't have the app yet, go to the App Store, go to Google Play, and search Listen to the Planet. You can download the app for free, and that's another way to listen. You can also listen on Alexa. First, you have to enable the Planet Online skill. Then you say, Alexa, play the Planet Online. Boom, and you're good to go. Don't just say, Alexa, play Planet Radio. It's going to pull... Uh, you know, some other kind of planet radio from around the country. So got to do that for Alexa. We're also on the iHeart platform and we're on TuneIn Radio. Both of those platforms search, listen to the planet. Got it? Good. Ready to jump into the power hour today? We, we got a, a few headlines to get to. Going to talk about Powerball. We're going to talk about the six-year-old boy who got on the wrong flight. Saltburn. A three-year-old unwrapped the family's Christmas presents in the middle of the night. <laughs> What's the best place, the best city to celebrate New Year's Eve? And it's not New York City anymore. The most Google searches of 2023. Tax brackets are changing in 2024. What does that mean to you? AI, artificial intelligence, now transforming or could be transforming Soon, your grocery shopping experience. Going to talk about that coming up. There's three bowl games today. Got a That's Meth Up story about a crack pipe and a fast food restaurant. Also, NASA relaunches a mission to study the god of chaos asteroid as it nears Earth's orbit. A Brazilian woman cut off her husband's you-know-what for sleeping allegedly with a niece, yes, that's that's coming up, definitely an uh-uh story. And we got a couple other things that we're going to get to inside the Power Hour today as well. Got to say thank you to Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill. Two locations, the original on Duce, the new one on Shimametery in Youngsville. Mandez'sGrill.com is where you can find them. Online, also follow them on social media. That way, you can see all these uh, the specials coming up for the day. You can check out uh, pictures, what's happening at either location of Mandez's. I suggest following them on social media too. Also, got to say thank you to Acadiana Tire, two fourteen West Canal Street, Church Point. AcadianaTire.com. That is their website. If your tires are getting slick, go and see Big Hick. All the major brands. He'll get you hooked up. If he doesn't have the tires you need, he'll get them for you the next day. He'll make sure you're taken care of. Call him, too. 337-684-5379. They can handle oil changes and mechanic work and brake jobs and, and all sorts of stuff over at Acadiana Tire. And also, thanks to Cajun Coatings, Acadiana's premier coating and paint correction specialist. It's what Kyle does day in and day out. You want to protect your vehicle from external paint damage? 
You want to bring your older vehicle back to life. You've been going through those drive through car washes. You got those swirls. Either way, Kyle can take care of you. The ceramic, the graphene coating, a chemical solution applied to the exterior of your vehicle. And it protects it. Hey, look, there, there is a difference on who you go to. Kyle is a professional. He has a shop. He does it 25 hours a day, eight days a week. Learn more at CajunCodings.com. Use two Ks or call or text 337-349-0542. Our question of the day today, which we unveil our question of the day at about 7.15 every weekday morning. It's brought to you by Huff Power Concrete. Today's question has to do with 2023. Can you describe 2023 in one word? For me, I guess it would be all right. Also, another thing, I, I guess for me too, it would be successful. Jeffrey says insane. Brian says fast. Anna says messy. Meredith says expensive. Yeah, I agree with you, Meredith. Ash in the Facebook Live comment says over. Corey says expensive. Chip says transformative. <laughs> Mark has three letters in his. Uh, Dolores says expensive. JP says educational. Bridget says exhausting. Robbie says spectacular. Caleb says rough. Reggie says over. Tim says rough. Paul says fun. Dang, Dustin says divorced. Mike says headache. Blake says challenging. Kevin says dumb. So a few of those comments. Expensive. Boy, you got to throw in expensive if you want to you describe, explain 2023 in one word. Celestine says roller coaster on the Facebook Live. Somebody else said that too. Up and down, you might add you might have had an up and down year. But look, 2024 is coming up. Got a chance of making the best year ever. But that question of the day, we unveil it every morning at 7:15, and it's on our Planet Radio Facebook page. It's also on my Chris Logan Facebook page. Or you can call or text in 337 227 0365. 808, power hour here, Planet Radio 106.7, mostly cloudy, 43 degrees as we're starting our final Wednesday of the year. Got to tell you about Church Point Fireworks. If you're ready to bang, got to go and check out Church Point Fireworks. They have fresh inventory, no leftovers. Make sure you go early. Look, you still got time to ring in 2024. Let me let me check the weather forecast. Because, dude, I know some people, they, they like to pop fireworks on Christmas. And, dude, Christmas Eve, it was raining a pretty good bit. Let's see where, where we're going. Let me pull up the weather app. Let me, let me see what we got coming up. I know it's going to be cold the next couple days. See about rain. No, I mean... New Year's Eve, high of 68, low of 48, 5% chance of rain. There is some rain in the forecast on New Year's Day, though, 55% chance. So go all out on New Year's Eve. Get you some fireworks. And at Church Point Fireworks, they have everything from big to small. They do accept credit, debit cards, but, you know, cash is king. You don't have to worry about that, that little percentage charge. Bring some Benjamin Franklin's, man. Bring those big face hundreds. 
to Church Point Fireworks. 200 and 500 gram cakes. So they got the fun stuff for the kids. The snakes, the sparklers, you know, those little things. And then they got the stuff that goes bang for the big kids. Artillery shells. Like Excalibur, Growler, Goliath. They got fountains. They got rockets. They got the little parachutes, man. Like I said the other day, they might have the little chicken. Remember back in the day, that little chicken that you could light and it would go just, I don't know, maybe like three, four inches. Then it would and it, it would kind of it would poo-poo some uh, some fireworks. Those are cool. And they had those tanks. The tanks would do that too. Not sure if they have those anymore, but those are cool back in the day. Even those little poppers, they have that at Church Point Fireworks. 1332 DN Highway, right outside of Church Point. Go and see them if you're ready to bang this New Year's Eve. Oh, our Planet Radio Fantasy Football League. It, it's over. Got to say thank you to Twin Peaks for teaming up with us. Chad, Daniel, Jamie, Alex, Kendall, Dwayne, Brandon, Jace, Phil from Twin Peaks, and me. Dude, I beat the bed this year. In this league, I did. I was like ninth place out of tenth. Now, and the, but in my home league, I was first place. And but then I beat the bed in the playoffs. So I lost out in two of my leagues. But gotta say, congratulations to Kendall. Champ of the first ever Planet Radio Twin Peaks Fantasy Football League. And congratulations to Alex in second. They get some Twin Peaks gift cards and also some Planet Radio swag. And hopefully we get to do it again next year with Twin Peaks. And, and I'd like to make it a little, a little bigger next year. I'd like to have multiple leagues. That's, that's my plan for 2024. We, but we have time to negotiate that and, and see if that happens next year it's also hard to believe that we're coming to the end of a football season it is i saw on let's see the facebook live comments steven says at this point you can say the powerball has been proven to be hackable and fixed i don't beep 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 beep, beep. i don't detect any lies there steven but the powerball jackpot climbs to 685 million after no top prize winners in the drawing on Christmas. So if you want to maybe have a great start to 2024, grab them tickets, Paul. $685 million. Lump sum option of an estimated $344.7 million. The numbers drawn on Monday on Christmas, 5, 12, 20, 24, 29, and 4. Hmm. Several tickets match the first five numbers to win big prizes. Tickets in New Hampshire and Pennsylvania won $1 million each. Similar ticket in California won $2.08 million. I would be happy with that. Dude, if I scratched off a, a scratch-off ticket, and it was five hundred dollars. I would, I would be happy. Did you win twenty on a scratch-off ticket? You get all tingly inside, huh? Imagine winning the big one, though. Imagine winning that. After gathering yourself, what would you do? You know, after saying, "All right, okay, I, I won the lottery. Let's make sure the government gets theirs first, right off the top. All right, so we can fund a couple proxy wars and." You know, do do a, a couple other little things. You know, make sure the government gets theirs. Half of what half of what I got is yours, government. Go ahead and take it. <laughs> 
But nonetheless, dude, $685 million, and maybe that's going to climb. Maybe they're going to try to get us again, and it's going to go to a billion, and then like one person in California is going to win it again. You buying that or not? If you do, cool. If you don't, cool too. Sometimes, I, sometimes I'm not buying it. 814 Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Did you see this? This was a trending story. Spirit Airlines sends an unaccompanied boy age six on the wrong flight. A Spirit staff member placed an unaccompanied minor on an incorrect flight this week. That's according to the airline. They issued a statement on Sunday. The child departed Thursday from Philadelphia and was supposed to arrive in Fort Myers, Florida. Instead, the child landed in Orlando about three hours away. According to local news TV station WINK, the child was a six-year-old boy named Casper. He was traveling to meet his grandmother, Maria Ramos. It was Casper's first time flying. That's according to Miss Ramos, the, the mama. And she says, quote, they told me, no, he is not on this flight. He missed his flight. She said, quote, no, he could not miss his flight because I have the check-in tag. I ran inside the plane to the flight attendant and I asked her, where's my grandson? He was handed over to you at Philadelphia. She said, no, I had no kids with me. Ramos told the station W-I-N-K that her grandson then called her to let her know that he landed in Orlando. Mama, uh, I know I was supposed to come see you, but uh, I'm in Orlando thinking about going to Disneyland. I mean, at this point, why not? And she went on to say, I want them to call me. Let me know how my grandson ended up in Orlando. How did that happen? Did they get him off the plane, the flight attendant? After mom handed him the paperwork, did she let him go by himself? He jumped on the wrong plane by himself. What happened? Spirit has since apologized and said it's conducting an internal investigation into what happened. Could you could you do that? Could you could you could you do that? I for me, I don't think I could. I don't think that I could let a six-year-old Get on a plane by him or herself. I really don't think I, I could do that. You would have to be, I don't know, at, at least a teen in my eyes to get on a plane by yourself. Even though, you know, you bring them, they get on, you watch them get on, and then they're supposed to get you off. But look at this, six, year old, six years old, the dude was in Orlando. I couldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it. I, I, there's no way I could put a six-year-old on a plane by, by himself. No way. I would be nervous if, there, if my 14, if I had a 14-year-old getting on a plane by herself or by himself. Imagine if that kid would have went missing. They wouldn't know where he was. Ended up like some luggage, poor little thing. Where's the kid? He's in Denver. But six years old. And then, and then the mama said he called her. That's because that's they, were, they were scared. Dude, Spirit was scared. They didn't want to call and say, uh, hey, Miss Ramos, this is Spirit Airlines. We found your grandson. He's in Orlando. They didn't want to call, dude. They made, they made the little dude call. Hey, mama. 
I'm um I'm down the road. Where are you at? I- I'm in Orlando. Dude, that that have fired me up. I mean, but in the first place, I wouldn't have put a six-year-old on a plane by him or herself. Just me. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe I'm old school. And did you see this? This has been trending on social media. I put it on last night, but it seemed a little boring to me, so I, I turned it off. I might get to it later. But Saltburn has been trending. S-A-L-T-B-U-R-N, Saltburn. It is on Amazon Prime. And I think it's trending, especially on TikTok, because a a few scenes, I think there's a couple of, we'll just call them questionable scenes that a lot of people are talking about. But what is it about? It says it's a comedy drama thriller. Two hours and 11 minutes. And IMDb says a student at Oxford University finds himself drawn into the world of a charming and aristocrat classmate who invites him to his eccentric family's sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. But there's some saltburn reaction videos on social media too. I didn't get to watch it yet. The IMDb rating is 7.3 out of 10. Popularity, 7. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I might try to watch it. What I do want to watch, I saw it was on last night, The Sound of Freedom. I didn't get to watch that in theaters, and I do want to watch it now that it's on Amazon Prime. But last night, I didn't get into it because I'm like, man, I, I don't want to. I don't think I have a, a couple hours in me. So that's two things on my list. One, The Sound of Freedom, and then this one, I'm, I'm going to try to watch Saltburn. Because it sounds cool, salt burn. And did you see this? This uh, was also trending. 820, going to take a quick break in a bit. This, we're going to get to this one first, though, this story. A three-year-old unwrapped his entire family's presence in the middle of the night. Has that, has that ever happened to you? Have you ever had a kid wake up, find he finds Santa's gifts, and just unwraps them all? Three years old, though, weeble wobbling down the stairs. Opening up all the gifts. Boy, I bet he had had a time of his life for a little while, huh? This is from today.com, but many websites have it. In the wee hours of Christmas morning, Katie and Scott Rington, I think that's how you say their last name, Rank, ranking, rank, I don't know. But they are awakened by an unexpected visitor. It wasn't Santa. It was their three-year-old son asking for a pair of scissors. Dude, my boy, he went all in. He, he, he tore them all open. He needed to cut what, like, probably them uh, zip ties. You know, they have those zip ties on, on the toys now where you can't pull them out the box. And then the couple woke up to investigate the request made by the little three-year-old. I mean, dude, that's a smart three-year-old, huh? One, waking up, opening up everything, and then asking for scissors. And then that's when they realized their son ripped open every single Christmas present that they had wrapped the night before. 
Uh, Scott, the dad, captioned a Facebook post saying, y'all, my three-year-old came down at 3 a.m. and unwrapped everyone's presents, everyone's all cap. And in 24 hours, the post received 6 million views. The Rigtons had their three children, ages six, three, and one, asleep by nine on Christmas Eve, and they're ready for Santa to pass. And 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 you know they were they were sleeping and everything by eleven, according to the story. And then they were woken up at three. Scott tells today.com, honestly, I couldn't believe he would actually open all of the presents. It was just so shocking that she had to laugh at how ridiculous it sounded. Like you're living out a scene in a movie or on candid camera. Dwayne says in the comments, whoop him. I mean, at that point, what do you do, though? I mean, the three-year-old opened everyone's present. I mean, I guess at that point, you got to pick up all the, the wrapping paper. You know, maybe pass the three-year-old a, a couple slaps, depending on on how you get down. Maybe put him in timeout. Maybe you gentle parent and say, oh, you don't you don't have to do this. But help me pick up the wrapping paper. I mean, you, you can parent how, whatever way you want. But, and at that point, I guess you just take the wrapping paper, you throw it away. You know, dad might have been there with that trash bag. He popped a couple times. He was able to get all the wrapping paper. And then they just left all the presents unwrapped until the other kids woke up. That's what I would have done. But Scott helped the kids get back to sleep. Well, he and his wife began re-wrapping all the presents. No way. Everyone was asleep by four, but the kids woke up two hours later, eager to start opening presents. And the little three-year-old already did. He's like, I I know what you got. (laughs) How you know? Because I woke up at 2 a.m. this morning and I unwrapped everybody's presents. What? Even the little six-year-old, he woke up early, according to the parents, and, and, and he saw what was going on, but he said that he didn't, he didn't remember it. But what would you do in that situation, man? Would you? <laughs> There'd have to be some disciplinary action going on, right? But then you'd also have to laugh. I mean, I, I like a good laugh, even though things are not supposed to be funny. I like a good laugh. You'd have to laugh at that a little bit. But do you rewrap them like this family? Or you just say, look, I'm, I'm going back to sleep. Put the little three-year-old back to sleep. Pick up the wrapping paper and just leave everything unwrapped. Santa just dropped all the, all the toys off. But if you want to read more about that, just like Google search three-year-old unwraps family's Christmas present, and you can read more about it. 825, we're going to take our quick break, then we're going to come back. What city... Is the or, or what's the best city to ring in New Year's Eve? It, it's not New York City anymore. The most Google searches of 2023, new IRS tax brackets for 2024, AI transforming your grocery shopping experience, couple bowl games. We got a that's messed up story. Has to do with a fast food restaurant and a crack pipe. And then this uh-uh story, a Brazilian woman chops off her husband's you-know-what for allegedly sleeping with a niece who was a minor. I ain't mad at her. 
What else we got? We got a couple other things you might be able to get to. That's all in the second half of the Power Hour. It's coming up here on Planet Radio 106.7. Stay close. Uh, Lewis says, my stepson flies by himself with Delta. He's 11. And, and look, I mean, you think like a, a, a teenage, right? 11, 12. All right. I would, I, I would think about it. Lewis, not saying you're wrong. I mean, that's, that's, that's you, but you know, 11 would be a little bit better than six, man. I would have a hard time putting a kid on a plane at, at six years old. And I hate to say it, hate to sound like an old man, but in in today's world, man, I I I would I would have a I would have a hard time doing it. Six years old. Um. What else we got? Uh, Stephen says my opinion of twenty twenty three is culture. It was rough, and it's only going to get rougher. Truly, feel like we're doing amazing things for our culture and politics. I've been considering doing the stars to donate to the live. Is there a better way to donate to the cause? Um, not not sure, man. Just you watching, spreading the word would be would be uh, great for me, dude. Would uh, would really appreciate that. But you know, I know we got, yeah, we got enough time. But dude, twenty twenty four. I'm I'm I look. I hope I'm wrong, but strap up, dude. Twenty twenty four. With with what's going on in Israel, Gaza. The Red Sea, uh, you know, it, 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 it's up and down. It's people like World War III, blah, blah, blah. And then it kind of tones down a little bit. And now with the Red Sea and all that stuff, like, and, and then now tensions are rising. And I, I saw this video, and it was an interview. I forgot what was the guy's name. And uh, look, just, you know, random analyst. But he said, I think that China's going to invade Taiwan before the election. And, and I think he's right. I, I, I really do. Strap on in 2024, man, and I, and I hope I'm wrong. Eight twenty-eight. We're back inside the Power Hour here on Planet Radio 106.7. Also, we are streaming live. We got live video on our Planet Radio 106.7 Facebook page. My Chris Logan Facebook page. My Chris Logan Instagram. My Chris Logan Twitter. I use this platform called Streamyard. And they allow you to go to more, um, you know, more more platforms, more social media platforms. So just been choosing Instagram and Twitter. Not sure if anybody's watching there, but whatever. <laughs> I just I just like doing the Facebook Live because it gives me a chance to record some video and then recycle that video later in the day and then use that for my Planet Power Hour podcast. Which, if you're not subscribed yet, you can go to Spotify, search the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. There you can get the video. And if you just want the audio, you can go to Google or Apple Podcasts and search for the Planet Power Hour with Chris Logan. So if you ever miss, that's another way to catch previous shows. Also there, you can catch old content. Back when I had just the online station called Listen to the Planet. Before we hit the radio back in April. But however you're listening or watching, whatever it is, thank you so very much. It means more to me than you know. You know, we're talking a little bit about uh, just the the climate and what's going to happen in 2024 during the commercial break on the Facebook Live. And and look, I'm hope I'm wrong, but strap in for for 2024. I hope I'm wrong. I I really do. With the election, sickness, war, 
CBS, one of their senior reporters, talking about a black swan event. Did you see that? If you don't know what a black swan event is, look that up. So there's a good chance of that happening. People pouring in at the southern border. It's, um, boy, 2024, man. I, I, again, I, ho- I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I, I really do. But get you a seatbelt just in case. Now, normally, with New Year's Eve, and you always, you know, when you, when you think New Year's Eve, it was always celebrating in New York City, right? The Big Apple. They had the big ball that dropped. It was, it was always a big occasion and a big celebration. Then they started ex- expanding that a little bit. What they had the Dick Clark's New Year's Eve countdown. Then it turned into Ryan Seacrest and his his countdown. Who knows now? Is it Steve Harvey and his count and his New Year's Eve countdown? It could be, but they, they expanded that to what, like New Orleans, and, and then they were all in in a, a a different time zone. That way, you you counted down in different time zones at California. I don't know, somewhere in the Mountain Time. Maybe it was Denver. I don't know, some somewhere around there. But there is a story on foxnews.com that now, and other people agree, that Orlando, Florida is the best place to celebrate New Year's Eve, not New York. This says the Sunshine State boom at the expense of New York now includes acclaim as the best place in the U.S. to celebrate New Year's Eve, according to a new study. We talked about this last week. Most people bailed, the the state with the most people that bailed in 2023 was New York. Where did they bail to? Florida and Texas. But now Orlando has a top spot on where you should or the best place to ring in the new year. Florida, Florida now surpasses New York in population, electoral votes, and representatives in Congress, according to the 2020 census. New York tumbled to number three on the Wallet Hub New Year's Eve list, despite the big celebration in Times Square. San Diego, California, the second best city to celebrate New Year's Eve, according to Wallet Hub. So you got Orlando, then you have San Diego, then you have New York. What are you doing for New Year's Eve? Are you checking out the show? We're teaming up with Feed and Seed. We're teaming up with Louisiana Loud. And we're ringing in 2023 emo pop punk style with the pop punk piano man, Hunter DeBlanc, and also with the nation's top emerging live emo tribute experience, the Criers. So going back to the days of Paramore and Fallout Boy and My Chemical Romance, Blink 182. Follow Criers on social media. You can check out some of their, their content, some of the footage from their shows. Link to buy tickets. You can get tickets at the door. And if you want to win tickets, go to the website, listen to theplanet.com. And it's an all ages show. And doors will open at seven. Show starts at eight. We have five pair of tickets that we're giving away. So head to the website, listen to theplanet.com. I'm going to announce those winners probably tomorrow, I think I said. 
8.33, Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7, 47 degrees, mostly cloudy. The most Google searches of 2023. The most Googled, most searched news story of the year, the war in Israel and Gaza. And that's a recent story. The second most searched story of the year, according to Google, was the frantic search back in June for the Ocean Gate Titan submersible. Remember that? Do you believe that happened? <laughs> also, people, when it came to sports, the number one most Googled person on the list, NFL player DeMar Hamlin after he collapsed on the field in cardiac arrest during a January 3rd game. I'm sure you remember that. Actor Jeremy Renner was the number two most Googled person in the U.S. With all due respect, I have no idea who Jeremy Renner is. Sorry. But he became the number two most Googled person following a New Year's Day snowplow accident that left him hospitalized. Oh, isn't that one of the, um, isn't that one of the Avenger dudes or like, or, or one of those cats? Also high on Google's list is Travis Kelsey, Chiefs tight end. He was the number three most Googled person. And then also the number two most Googled athlete in the U.S. After he's been dating Taylor Swift. Princess Hawkeye from the Avengers. Okay, yep. It's coming back to me a little bit. Ranking fourth and fifth on the most Googled people list. Former Fox News anchor Tucker Carlson. Also search for information on a number of beloved celebrities who were lost in 2023. Matthew Perry was number one. Tina Turner. Jerry Springer, Jimmy Buffett, and Sinead O'Connor. Barbenheimer, <laughs> which was the Barbie and, and Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer. The two films were Google's number one and number two most searched movies of 2023. Also, The Sound of Freedom up there, too. Everything Everywhere All at Once and Guardians of the Galaxy. Also searched for as well. Jason Aldean, Try That in a Small Town. The most Google song of the year. People connected a lot of those lyrics, you know, w without really listening to how he said it and wrote it. You know, because a lot of it about that was, you know, about the gun. Oh, rob a store and then and what you're going to do, shoot him? No, but if, if, if you listen or you listen to the lyrics, it's about the government coming to take away your guns. That, that's the part about the guns. And he's like, try that in a small town. It wasn't about shooting somebody on your own that robbed a liquor store. 
But again, a couple people boop, 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 ran with that, and, and, and then that's what it was about. We're talking about shooting people who rob liquor stores or, or uh, uh, protests. No, listen to the lyrics about the government coming to take your guns. Yeah, try that in a small town. The most Googled meme of 2023 was Kevin James. You know, the one where he had his hands in his pocket and that little smirk on his face. That one was pretty good. But yeah, Jason Aldean, number one, followed by Ice Spice, number two, Oliver Anthony, number three. I would have put Oliver Anthony a little bit higher than that. But I mean, number three is pretty good. Songs are try that, try that in a small town, number two, Richmond, north of Richmond. Re- top search recipe, a Grimace shake. Remember, remember the Grimace shake? The Roman Empire trend was the most Googled search trend. The moon phase trend, I don't remember that. The AI yearbook trend, Instagram notes number trend, and the fruit roll-ups trend. Oh, remember that? The fruit roll-ups trend where you could uh, what freeze the entire fruit roll-up and then you can eat the whole thing? Negative. Not, you're not supposed to do that. But a couple year-end searches on what happened on Google. IRX, IRX, IRS tax brackets changing in 2024. How is it going to affect you? Is it going to affect you at all? The story from Fox Business says new IRS tax brackets take effect in 2024, meaning your paycheck could be bigger next year. (gasps) Ah. Higher federal income tax brackets and standard deductions will take effect at the beginning of January, potentially giving Americans a chance to increase their take-home pay in 2024 and shield more of their income from the IRS. Just in time for election year. Remember that? Remember when they they got you with, uh, you're not going to pay your... Uh, Student loans, you know, that's going to be wiped off. Remember they said that before the midterms? Gotcha. Jerry Springer, before he passed away, determined that was a lie. (laughs) Gotcha. Now this. The IRS announced the higher limits for federal income tax bracket and standard deductions in November. The increase is intended to avoid a phenomenon known as bracket creep, which happens when taxpayers are pushed into a higher income bracket, even though their purchasing power is essentially unchanged due to steeper prices for most goods. The IRS makes such adjustments annually, but in times of high inflation, the increases are more significant and impactful for taxpayers. Although inflation has fallen considerably over the past year, it remains higher than both the pre-pandemic average and the Federal Reserve's 2% target. This year, the tax brackets are shifting higher by about 5.4%. The standard deduction, which reduces the amount of income you must pay on taxes, is claimed by a majority of taxpayers 
It will rise to 29200 up from 27700 for married couples filing jointly. For individuals, the new maximum will be 14600 for 2024, up from 13850 Heads of households will see their standard deduction jump from twenty one nine in twenty twenty four up from twenty thousand eight hundred. Ten percent taxable income up to eleven six. Twelve percent taxable income for eleven thousand six hundred. Also twenty two percent taxable income over forty seven thousand one fifty. Twenty four percent taxable income over one hundred thousand five twenty five. And 32% taxable income for over $191,950. You can learn more about that. Are you, are you waiting for the, that W-2? Get that, uh, get that tax refund? I like to wait before I got to pull out my Chris Logan Media checkbook. I like to wait. Do I like to do my part? Not always, bro. What, what kind of what? What can we do? What uh? What, we can move some things around. What? What can we do? And also, I saw this this morning too. How is AI transforming the grocery shopping experience? Look, AI is here whether you like it or not. And this says, AI may be coming to a grocery store near you. Grocery delivery company Instacart is teaming up with retailers across the country to deploy its brand new smart shopping carts. Check this out. The carts allow shoppers to scan their items directly in their cart. They can also weigh produce and keep track of the total cost in real time. Customers are also able to use their loyalty accounts on the carts giving them access to promotions and savings while they shop. David McIntosh, Instant Cart's vice president and general manager of Connected Stores, told Fox Business, quote, the vast majority of shoppers are shopping on a budget. Also went on to say, quote, nobody wants to get to the checkout lane and have to put items back because you go over budget. And shoppers agree. They tell Fox Business, that overwhelmingly their favorite feature of the cart is seeing the running total of the items in the cart. That would be kind of cool. The carts are powered by Caper AI, which Instacart acquired in 2021 for $350 million. McIntosh says that, says that the carts use AI technology to power their advanced recognition, scanning, and weighing items. The goal is increased personalization. One day, the company envisions the carts recognizing shopping habits and recommending products or recipes based on one's preferences or dietary restrictions. There comes the tracking, my friends. Whether you like it or not, there, there comes the tracking. Everything's based on intent. All those ads you get on your phone, your device, your little iPad, Facebook, all intent-based, man. They, 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 they know what you're doing. Which is, I mean, look, not a bad thing. And that's why you start getting served those ads that have stuff to do with you. Mr. McIntosh also says we can really start to take the magic of the online experience and bring it to the store. I mean, look, I, I mean, I, I think what they need to do and where this could go. All right. I mean, I, I'm all in for technology. I mean, whatever. 
But I mean, I, I think we got to get to a point if we're getting this fancy and we're getting this bougie and you can put your stuff in a cart and you get a running total, then there should be something when you get to the door that you can automatically pay. You know, maybe there's a, uh, a place you can put your card almost, or, or, or like a self-checkout kiosk where you just pass your little card. It sees it already. Boom, you're, you're done. They're probably just the fancy stores are gonna get are gonna get that. Imagine that being in uh imagine those carts being like a Walmart or something like that. <laughs> How long will they last, dude? You gotta protect those things. Those things wouldn't be all in the parking lot, right? You'd have to bring them back. You need go, you would need a buddy, a buggy roundup every 15 minutes. 846. This is the power hour, Planet Radio 106.7. Sports-wise, there are three bowl games today. The Quick Lane Bowl, which is Bowling Green versus Minnesota at 1 o'clock. The First Responder Bowl, Texas State and Rice at 4.30. And the Guaranteed Rate Bowl, which is Kansas and UNLV at 8 o'clock tonight. And when did the big bowl start? Like, when did the, uh, is that on New Year's Eve? Michigan, Alabama, and whatever the other one is? That's on New Year's Eve, correct? Who you got winning the college football playoff? Got a that's messed up story today, too? Not that's messed up, that's messed up. Got to say thanks to Eric for sending me this via uh, Facebook. A McDonald's restaurant was forced to close after a customer claimed that they found a crack pipe in their breakfast order. Come on now. Happened in Ohio. It's not really the happy meal he was looking for, huh? <laughs> the customer claimed to have made the unexpected discovery on Tuesday. This was back on December 19th when they visited McDonald's on the west side of Columbus, Ohio, to buy breakfast. After opening the bag, they were shocked to find the pipe laying inside. The customer took to Reddit, of course, to share the news of their find, writing, quote, not sure what I should do. Order breakfast from drive through and found a crack pipe in the bag. Luckily, I'm an adult and not a child opening a Happy Meal. You buying it or you think it's staged? Try to get him a little McDonald's money. And then well, what I don't get sometimes, you know, okay, you found a crack pipe in your McDonald's bag. The first thing that's in your mind to do, you're going to go to Reddit. You're not going to go back to the store and say, hey, um, I found this crack pipe in the back. What, what should I do? Is this the toy that comes with uh, breakfast now? Oh, no, it's not. Okay, cool. Uh, does anybody want it back? But, of course, you got to take it to a social media platform, right? You got to take it to the internets. The poster claimed, though, that he did notify the manager about the incident at the McDonald's and said, I tried giving the bag back to the manager. He did not want to take it back. Reddit users encouraged the customer to report the incident to Franklin County Public Health. And they forwarded the complaint to Columbus Public Health and they conducted an emergency health inspection at the restaurant. I think there was a drug test going on at that McDonald's. Franchise owner Alex Mendoza said the safety of his customers and his crew was first priority. 
He continued, quote, we've begun a thorough internal review of this claim. We have no indication that the item came from our restaurant, but are continuing to investigate and have contacted local law enforcement to report the matter. Following the investigation, the health agency temporarily closed that McDonald's and gave it until January 4th to correct health code violations that it had uncovered. Mm, I mean, you see that. You, know, you see some of those uh, stories about, you know, the can of SpaghettiOs or the can of soup and they got a rat foot in it or like a roach. And then when the investigation's done, come to find out the person that said, oh, look, this rat foot in this can of soup, put it in there. I'm not saying this person did or didn't. But, dude, if you get your bag from McDonald's and there's a crack pipe in it, you're, are you going to pull over and go straight to Reddit? Let me go ahead and post this. And let me see what social media and the Internet tells me what to do. <laughs> Definitely a that's messed up story this morning. And this is an uh-uh story. We're going to have to tread lightly on this one here. It's from the New York Post. A Brazilian woman chopped off her husband's you-know-what for allegedly sleeping with 15-year-old niece, according to a report. So this Brazilian woman has been charged with attempted murder for cutting off the you-know-what after he allegedly slept with her 15-year-old niece. The unidentified woman allegedly lured her husband, age 39, into bed where she bound his wrists and ankles and then pulled out a razor. Oh. Dang. After cutting it off, she allegedly took a photo and then flushed it. The woman went to the police station with her brother and turned herself in on, on December 22nd. She said, quote, good evening, officer. I came to introduce myself because I just cut off my husband's beep. She told police that she heard it was, quote, possible to reattach it. Where did they go to get it, dude? They went to the uh, local, local sewer, the city sewer, the sewer plant. Her husband was taken to the hospital, condition unknown. Police are investigating her claims that he was sleeping with a minor. Which, by the way, I, I didn't know this. The age of consent in Brazil is 14. Didn't know that. So in Brazil, if this person was 15, but granted, it was a niece. Either way, either way I'm, not con it's just, I'm not condoning this at all. But I did not know that. The age of consent in Brazil is 14. What? Also, according to this from New York Post, earlier this year, an Indonesian woman allegedly cut off her boyfriend's you-know-what when he threatened to leak their tapes. The 28-year-old woman attacked him as he was preparing to take a shower and then rushed to the receptionist to ask for medical assistance. You can't go back. Can't go back on that at all. Definitely an uh-uh story today. What else we got? We got a few more things this morning. Um, uh, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas shattered the Spotify single record. 
Almost 30 years after it was released, TMZ said that All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey shattered the all-time record for the most Spotify streams in a single day. It was all accomplished on New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve, on Christmas Eve, Twenty three million seven hundred and one thousand six hundred ninety seven streams. Which record did it break? Her own record of twenty one million two hundred seventy three thousand three hundred fifty seven streams. And probably for those streams, she probably got a dollar twenty five. Artists don't make much on Spotify streams at all. And also, I saw this too. The the. Album cover for Nirvana's Nevermind. Remember back in 1991 with, with the little baby in the swimming pool that had no clothes on? That is back in court now, too. And his name is Spencer Eldon, the kid. Still has a lawsuit against Nirvana that alleged that he suffered permanent harm because of the fact that he was naked as a little baby in the pool on the Nirvana cover. You can read more about that if you want to. Do a little, do a little searching on that if you if you care. And also, Detroit Pistons, they lost their 27th straight loss. Or lost their 27th straight game. Cool. That's not good. And I saw this too. The cast from the Sandlot, the movie Sandlot, early 90s movie, uh, the baseball movie. Most of the cast members reunited for a charity softball game. That was pretty cool. I think if you want to see more about uh, on that, that was on TMZ.com. But 8.55, wrapping up the power hour for today. And we're about to hop into the final hour of the show. Stone Temple Pilots coming up. Also, Gin Blossoms, Pearl Jam. Going to do some crossfade, The Calling, Lincoln Park. We got the new one from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's called Black Summer. That's coming up, too. So all that and more is on the way. The final hour of the morning show is coming up. Planet Radio 106.7.